Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Plain. M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Plain. Get woke. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, great and longtime friends of Make It Plain, great longtime friends of the show are the good people of Media Matters, MediaMatters.org. And we always check in with Media Matters as often as as we can. As a matter of fact, back in the day, we actually used to check in with Media Matters folks even once a week. Some of you uh, remember that, but things look different in the in the podcast world. Um, and you all seem to actually uh, prefer podcasts these days. It's something I'm learning, and we're grateful for all of the listeners uh, that tune in to Make It Plain. And so, again, here is a good and old and stalwart friend, Media Matters. Today, in the person of Policy Director Sergio Munoz. Sergio, welcome back, buddy. How are you? I'm very good, and thank you for having us again. It's always a pleasure to be on your uh, your show or your podcast, as it were. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, it was. It's always a pleasure to have you. We always learn so much from everything that Media Matters is involved in. Today, we want to focus on um, the updated study uh, that was recently released. Um, Fox News. And again, folks, this is why Media Matters is important. They watch Fox so you don't have to. Uh, (laughs) Media Matters reports that Fox News has mentioned critical race theory more than 1,900 times in the past three and a half months, with 901 mentions in June alone. Tell us about this, Sergio. No surprise. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's become quite a phenomenon and a, and a scary one, to be honest. You know, I think just to back up a little bit, what we're seeing is really not new. This this attack on critical race theory is sort of uh, an old playbook with a, with a new term. Right-wing media, as you well know and your listeners know, they regularly go after 
race conscious policy and law, you know, whether or not it's affirmative action, disparate impact, anything that might promote true racial equity in this country, they demonize. They demonize their audience, which translates into political fodder uh, for right wing politicians and right wing policies, um, which translates into, you know, legal action on the court level. We've seen uh, affirmative action become such a demonized term. Uh, We've seen racial equity become such a demonized term through efforts like Fox News's, that the courts have responded and they're slowly chipping away at this race conscious law and policy. Some of the greatest achievements of you know the civil rights era, some of our best attempts at creating true multiracial democracy is suffering because of this campaign. And this critical race theory phenomenon that you're seeing on Fox News is the newest manifestation. You know, we, we had heard the term last year. It was popping up a little. Critical race theory, as I'm sure, you know, your listeners and many of the people that follow race conscious policy know, it's a very narrow field that's normally just taught in law schools. But Fox News and right-wing media started uh, using it as a term to attack and demonize anything, as I mentioned, that tries to ameliorate the racial disparities and inequities in this country. And they've supercharged it. Our latest study uh, that you mentioned shows that around late March and early April, which is when we noticed what they were doing, it just starts spiking. Um, 1,900 mentions in the past three and a half months of critical race theory, usually mis- misrepresenting it, misinterpreting it, including anything that they hate uh, under the terminology. It's, it's not really a substantive conversation about the actual academic field. It's more, as we were saying, just a, a tag for them to attack anything that is uh, remotely race conscious. It's dangerous. Um, and again, we did notice it last summer. It came about as a response to the racial justice movement and protest um, that intensified in the summer and in, in the wake of uh, such killings such as George Floyd. And they started testing it out. Uh, they started seeing if it would stick. And unfortunately, we had a, a commander in chief who was an avid, <laughs> an avid consumer of Fox News. You know, your listeners uh, don't might not watch Fox News obsessively. We do it because we're paid. But the former President Trump did it because he actually got a lot of indications, policy indications from the channel. They started bringing it up. They started bringing it up as a negative term, as a way to say that this was what was wrong with America and, and this is what was wrong with the protests. And Trump seized upon it. You know, it, it's it's reportedly, and it, it seems like this is actually what happened. He saw a young fellow from Heritage or a former fellow from Heritage mentioning it on Fox News in a negative fashion. And, and Trump instructed his staff, his office of management and management, uh, to issue a, a pair of orders which prohibited its use in uh, any uh, federal trainings that the federal government was connected to. Um, That sort of got it to a new level, started creeping up throughout the campaign. You know, they would use it as a wedge issue. Again, a common tactic of uh, right-wing politicians to rile up their base. They use it as a wedge issue to to capitalize on white grievance. It did not work in terms of electoral results for that election. But with this new spike, going back to the study you mentioned, you know, they're not even hiding what their intentions are. That young fellow I mentioned, who I'm trying not to give too much attention to because he just happened to be in the right place at the right time, Christopher Rufo, uh, his name has gone out a lot just because there's been a lot of profiles because he was the one on Fox News that started talking about it a lot. He's admitted in public spaces that, you know, he's not actually ha- trying to have a substantive discussion about critical race theory. He's just using it as a term to demonize anything that he calls, you know, various cultural inanities. They're not even limited to race issues anymore. You know, they're using it to attack trans rights, for example, or anything, honestly, that they think will rile up their base. And they've admitted as well that they're going to use this as an electoral strategy. You know, it is riling up their base. You know, you're seeing these these Tea Party-like movements 
reminiscent of the Tea Party, whether or not it's at town halls or school boards or politicians on the federal and state level passing legislation. And they're going to use it to rile up the votes they think they need to win in, in 2022 and 24. And, and, I mean, and that's just the electoral consequences. They are passing legislation. And the legislation is as you know ridiculous and obtuse as, as their commentary. The way that they're writing it, because they don't, they're not actually talking about critical race theory, they're managing to, they're attempting, they're attempting to ban any teaching of systemic racism or any acknowledgement of our history of systemic racism and slavery in this country. It's dangerous. It's dangerous on multiple levels. It's, you know, literally whitewashing history and it's literally trying to rile up an entire political party among a racist campaign tactic. So you're saying that they're actually admitting that they're going to use this for the purpose of this is the midterms. They're actually on the record saying that, Sergio. They certainly are. Um, Steve Bannon, as I'm sure your you know listeners unfortunately remember, he's been making a little bit of a comeback in the right wing ecosystem. He was one of the uh, original founders of Breitbart, um, which was big during the Obama years. I and mean, they actually tried this during the Obama years uh, behind Steve Bannon and others. Maybe folks remember Professor Derek Bell, who was a professor at Harvard and one of the original critical race theory scholars. They tried to tie Obama to him because Obama spoke well of him at Harvard Law. And they tried to use the same tactic. That's what that's what I was speaking about, the playbook. They tried to use the same tactic that Obama was some, you know, radical adherent of critical race theory because he praised Professor Derek Bell and, and hence he should lose the 2012 elections. It didn't work then, but it appears to be working now. And again, if if they could figure out a different way to rile up their base on these on along these white grievance lines, they would do something else. If affirmative action had the same currency. Maybe they would just go back to affirmative action. But right now, for whatever reason, whether or not it's people are more uh, wired these days and there's more of an online ecosystem than before, people are really galvanizing uh, around attacking critical race theory. And Steve Bannon is one among many who have admitted that this appears to be an issue that they're going to continue to use until it doesn't work. Uh, And, you know, Fox News is a testament to it as well. Fox News wouldn't be talking about this if it wasn't driving ratings, if it wasn't driving action. But it is. So they're continuing. Yeah. More MIP after this message. Tell us, too, there's this, there's a, a, a pamphlet that they've been promoting and circulating as well, correct? Correct. Um, you know, I think we see this phenomenon often where you'll have this unholy alliance between these right-wing think tanks, these right-wing action committees, these politicians, and they'll distribute talking points and materials. You know, these right-wing think tanks, mostly based in the D.C. area, not only, you know, they crank out position papers on all sorts of conservative issues uh, on, you know, right-wing donors' wish lists, and they'll provide so-called experts and so-called papers on whatever is the action item that the right-wing parties think will actually win. And critical race theory is one. There's new there's new nonprofits and political action committees popping up around this issue. Funding is not so clear uh, at this point, but we could take some educated guesses. You have these uh, old right-wing organizations like Heritage and their and their political arm Heritage Action, which only a few months ago were busted on camera for admitting that they had been the ones coordinating voter suppression bills around the country earlier this year. We saw all these voter suppression bills popping up with similar action and similar aims. I mean, Mother Jones reported on a leaked video from the Heritage Action uh, political one of their political uh, executives admitting that they had been the ones giving these talking points to all these politicians. They've been ones going across the country. I wouldn't be at all surprised if something similar is happening along these lines as well. So it, it really reminds us of 
what happened the Obama administration, the mm-hmm. uh, the phobias they created, the fear of the other, uh, all of that. You think their audience would be a bit wiser now? We went through eight years of that. There's not a, there is no black president uh, <laughs> at the moment. Obama is gone. Um, I mean, you think their audience would be wise to the fact, you know, you, this can only go so far. You you can't really um, uh, stretch this, um, stretch this, but so much. Um, and, and meanwhile, we also know, and you all been doing great coverage of this as well. Uh, I was, you all probably as surprised as others of us were when the, when Biden said Facebook is killing people. Now he walked that back. He, I agree with him. I don't think he should have walked it back. He was right when he said it. Mm-hmm. But you all were saying before Biden said that about Facebook, Media Matters was saying that Fox News was killing people. And it, it kind of goes hand in hand with this sensationalism about critical race theory, doesn't it, Sergio? You know, you distract people from what's real, put them on something that's not real. And then, you know, you have Hannity and everyone else saying, don't get vaccinated, even though he's, I guess, changed his tune somewhat. Um, but you you de-emphasize the virus, de-emphasize vaccination, and get people more worried about a pandemic of critical race theory. You're absolutely right, and I, it's this is scary times we're living in. You have one; there are only two major political parties in this country, of course, and you have one of those parties totally in sway and totally enthralled with a propaganda network that is pushing outright lies. Uh, not just misinformation, not just disinformation, conscious lies, um, whether or not it is about the pandemic, whether or not it is about what it takes to be a multiracial democracy, what it, whether or not uh, it's about our history of systemic racism. They are just pushing and feeding to not just their audience, but a major political party in this country, um, a total distorted worldview uh, of American history and current events. And it is killing people. It's killing people through the uh, public health consequences. And to be honest, you know, it, 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 it kills people when we have uh, a legacy of white supremacy that we cannot do away with. Um, you know, we've been dealing with this for a long time, as, as a lot of people know, these, this reactionary push uh, towards anything that might actually as you were mentioning during the Obama years, anything that actually might uh, end this demonizing of, 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 of anyone that's not, you know, a white heterosexual man is, as the other, this keeps on going and it is not stopping. And Fox News has become such a huge platform that they've totally bended an entire political party to this way of thinking. And I don't see that ending anytime soon. The, um, I should also mention um, uh, one of, as I was talking about Facebook, one of the lead stories at MediaMatters.org right now is Will Kane's Fox News podcast, speaking of podcasts, is horrible on vaccines. It's also sponsored by Facebook. Uh, so there again, you see Facebook's hand in something. So Biden was not wrong at all in what he said. You alluded to this. Let's spend a minute or two here. Critical race theory in the first place. Oh, my God. It is not taught at the elementary or secondary school level. I, it, it's taught mostly at the graduate level and usually in law school, attorney Derek Bell, whom I knew, uh, developed the terminology. So uh, again, they're, they're making up something that doesn't really exist. You're absolutely right. And, and beyond 
misrepresentation, which is, is driving, you know, the founders of critical race theory and the professors who teach it and, and the scholars of it driving them to no end uh, in frustration. Um, it's, you know, ironically, what's happening right now is the perfect example of the phenomenon that critical race theory originally tried to to address. You know, it's not about the so-called individual racial bias of individual people. It's about the racial bias of entire systems in this country, systemic racism. It's about how, you know, a legacy of, of oppression and white supremacy has made an entire structure of inequities um, that will only be remedied through policy solutions and systemic solutions. But, you know, the right wing has turned it into a discussion or they're trying to about whether or not individuals in this country are still racist, which is an entirely different discussion. Critical race theory is about how you can have media platforms that have been built up over the years that can still push such propaganda as this that is, you know, blatantly white nationalist and white supremacy. It's about how political parties can still go about pushing such voter suppression that is blatantly aimed at suppressing people that are not uh, white. It's about how private businesses can continue to concentrate opportunities and wealth and, and, and jobs and capital among, you know, a favored class while, while making it harder for anyone else to catch up. It's about how equity itself, which they're trying to demonize under this the rubric of critical race theory, is something that was really the core of the civil rights movement. The way that they, they misrepresent, you know, Martin Luther King, or they misrepresent what the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Rights Act were originally uh, intended to do is really mind-boggling. It was literally meant to try to reduce these disparities by focusing on the systemic inequities. It has nothing to do necessarily with the individual racism of folks. It has to do with the racism of the structures we built to accompany this terrible legacy uh, of this country in terms of race. More MIP after this message. And another headline, folks, as a part of this report, Fox News ran nearly 80 segments on critical race theory in a single Virginia school district. 80 segments on critical race theory. It's really amazing what is going on here. And if you understand critical race theory and what it is and the role race plays in society, which is really what it speaks to, and it was originally constructed in the context of, of critical legal theory, folks. It, it comes out of law scholarship, legal scholarship, not elementary scholarship, you know, not read, write, and, and arithmetic. But actually, Sergio, what Fox is doing is actually making critical race theory true. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're actually making it a self-fulfilling prophecy by obsessing over it, over it and using it uh, to divide Americans and to foment uh, racial anxiety, they're making it true. Yeah, you, you're you're absolutely right, and I think you you know I think some of these folks are just being manipulated. Some of these folks uh, perhaps have no idea what's going on, or they're believing the lies. But some of these folks know exactly what they're doing, and you know to get back to it. They're trying to take apart race conscious law and policy and it's happening on the court level. It's happening on the Supreme Court level. Now that they've stacked the court with conservatives, they are trying to roll back uh, half a century of uh, seminal civil rights law and policy. Um, and, and, and it's working. It's succeeding. And as you say, this is the perfect example of the structural systemic racism uh, that the scholars were originally trying to 
to point out. You know, there's a lot of ways to, to examine racism. This is one of the specific ways that was developed in in law schools and graduate programs, as you mentioned. Uh, but overall, they're they're sort of proving the point of folks like Professor Derek Bell and Professor Kimberly Crenshaw. Yeah, we do well before we go to get your thoughts about the vaccination piece. So Sean Hannity comes out now. He's as if he's never said anything before opposite. Oh, we should get people should get vaccinated. Uh, that does not change Fox's encouragement or discouragement from the vaccine. But but what is Sean Hannity holding firm to his new position? What, what how's that kind of going? We're watching carefully, but we we, we have been uh, had a raised eyebrow uh, at all the attention. Uh, on characters like Hannity and other personalities on Fox about how, you know, all of a sudden they've turned the page. Fox News has, over the past two years, uh, along with other online sources, killed people. This misinformation about COVID, this reluctance to adopt uh, proven, tested public health measures uh, to prevent the the deadly consequences of this pandemic, Fox's refusal uh, to acknowledge these public health measures, Fox News' active uh, a maneuvering to actually do things in contrast to these measures makes them responsible uh, uh, for enabling uh, federal government and state governments uh, to completely uh, allow the pandemic to rage more than it could. And so, you know, based on that history, I'm taking Hannity's recent, you know, memo-driven acknowledgement of the importance of vaccines with a grain of salt. You know, I, I think like many personalities on Fox, uh, he responds to folks above him on the floors above him. And for whatever reason, maybe they didn't like the bad press uh, that was coming out about how they're anti-vax behavior was contributing to the problem. But, you know, we'll see how this goes. I, I do not give him very much credit at all based on his past actions. And I don't have much hope that they'll suddenly follow the science because they never have before. Well, it, lastly, we know they aren't too bright over there. Either. While they obsess over critical race theory and discourage vaccinations, they've promoted another lead at Media Matters. They've promoted members of Congress who uh, attempted to overturn the election. They've downplayed uh, the insurrection. Um, um, yet it appears that they are actually carrying live coverage of the January 6th hearing hearings. I don't know how smart that is if they want to move their audience in a different direction, because you kind of, you know, help people to short circuit. If you encourage people to support the police or the hashtag, what is the hashtag you use? Back to blue. And then you hear these police officers testifying about what really, really happened on January 6th, Sergio. And then as soon as it goes off the air, you're attacking them, saying this didn't really happen. The officers don't know what they're talking about. I mean, it's probably where this is going. And I just don't know how they can sustain uh, their audience that way. Sooner or later, people have got to stop and say, wait a minute. I know I'm not this dumb. I, I know I'm not this crazy. I'm seeing police officers testify about what happened. And Fox is still trying to downplay it. I, I hope so. I mean, I, I hope your gut is right, because they... Back in the day, you know, when we actually had a Republican Party that had moved so wildly to the right, uh, Fox News was constructing an alternate reality. But, you know, they didn't have the entire Republican Party uh, as, a, as a captive audience and captive foot soldiers, so to speak. Now they do. Um, so now you have this alternate reality 
alternate reality on what happened and during the insurrection, as you mentioned, or during uh, the 20 the, or during the, the, the past presidential election. Um, you know, Fox News are the ones that are promoting the big lie. Fox News are the ones promoting anti-vaccine information. Fox News are the ones promoting that, you know, the insurrection was just some guided tour. But the problem is, is that the Republican Party is wholeheartedly amplifying this. You know, the presumptive leader of the party is wholeheartedly embracing this. And unfortunately, you know, a little under half of uh, uh, the electorate apparently believes this nonsense. It's a dangerous time. It is a very dangerous time. And Fox News, in conjunction with reinforcing and amplifying online social media companies, as you mentioned, whether or not they're actively coordinating, they're amplifying these lies it is something that we're going to have to figure out what to do. Again, we have not been at this sort of juncture. Well, I take that back. We have been at this juncture for our multiracial democracy multiple times. But this is a new and scary uh, juncture, which, you know, with the combination of online amplification, we have really never seen this sort of reach before. And it's, it's, it's scary times. Yeah, it most certainly is. Folks, as always, we invite you to stay informed at MediaMatters.org. So you can, Media Matters also helps you exercise, as I always say, that third eye. We all have right in the middle of our foreheads. Uh, we don't always exercise that enough. Media Matters helps us do that. We not only need critical race theory, we need critical critique, so to speak, that's redundant, of, of, of media. And that's what Media Matters does. They provide media critique and media criticism that is absolutely necessary when we have more and more media today that is less about objectivity and more about opinion and more about propaganda and more about really disinformation. Fox News is the original uh, landmark when it comes to disinformation. It's only getting worse. Media Matters helps us pull the covers back and expose it as only they can. Go to MediaMatters.org, subscribe, support all the work they do. As he said, they get they get paid to do it. Thank God they do. But they can't exist without your support. Folks, please go to MediaMatters.org. Sergio Munoz is the policy director. Sergio, always a pleasure to talk to you, buddy. Thank you very much for having me on. and always happy to be back. All right. We'll talk again soon. Take care. All right. Take care. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.